I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up? I have a problem with Lisa. She said that I hit her. <sighs> what? Well, did you? No, it's not true. Don't even ask. What's new with you? Well, I'm just sitting up here thinking, you know? I got a question for you. Yeah. You think girls like to cheat like guys do? What makes you say that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just... I'm just thinking. I don't have to worry about that because Lisa's loyal to me. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. Welcome to Grattan Gear. This is episode 47, and I am Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame, Bolton's greatest ever manager. Um, with me tonight, I have FM Grasshopper, um, failed manager in countries of Argentina, Italy, Uruguay, and France. How are you, Tony? Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that introduction. I'm I'm good, thank you. Uh, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, surviving right in the lockdown. Oh uh, yeah, li- well. life is life's got real, isn't it? The last few days. Yeah, it has. And uh, um, happy April Fool's Day. Thank you, mate. And you? Which um, coincidentally is Stacey's birthday. Happy birthday, so, Stacey. The so, better half is, of grass and gear. Yeah, it's coincident. You know, she's born on April Fool's and she married the biggest fool of them all. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this episode tonight is called Grattengear IMDB so what we're doing tonight we're basically we realised after following uh, Twitter activity and interactions that my film ratings on Twitter gets a lot more likes and um, activity than anything we've ever posted on FM20 so we're going to change to a movie rating podcast yeah, I think um, we, we've, we've done FM now for about over two years, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and we've always noticed that your ratings just generally get lots of interactions from from people. Um, so maybe we should explore that. Um, people are always asking for more. They want to know more. They want to know everything about it. So what we're going to do tonight, we both chose them three films we've watched recently. And we're going to talk about them and rate them out of ten. And... Um, Due to shortages in the shop and stockpiling, we won't be doing any drink openings tonight. Yeah, so, no, um, there's no drink here whatsoever. I'm just drinking water now at the tap. So coronavirus has stopped the greatest bit of grass and gear, the spare cup. Yeah. But we can, we'll have a moment's silence in remembering of the spare cup. So should we just, just silence <laughs> from now for about 10 seconds? I do. Okay. <laughs> Right then, so we go straight into it. We're going to make this a quick one tonight. Um, yep. So first one up, Tony. Your first film is Joker, two thousand nineteen film. And um, you said you watched this off the back of me talking to you about it. Yeah, I, I remember you saying this was a really good movie to watch. I, I'll be honest, I don't want this is really bad. I'm the worst person to do this kind of podcast, but I don't watch many movies. I don't really watch much TV to be honest. You remind me of my Owen, really. Like you watch like four <laughs> films in your life. I really, I watched more than four films in my life, but um, yeah, the Joker was kind of late, late onto that bandwagon because I know it got really good reviews. Um, you were saying it was one of the best films you've seen of 2019. Um, so I, I watched that. Um, I think probably early Feb. Um, and yeah, I was, I like Batman movies, but this wasn't, this didn't feel like a Batman movie. It didn't feel superhero or anything. It wasn't meant to be, was it? No, it, I kind of kind of came out a 
bit uneasy about this movie. It was a bit um, <laughs> a bit psychological, um, and I think it kind of scared me a little bit. Did you find afterwards, you know, like, I went and watched the cinema, and then when I came out after the cinema, I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know if that's weird, but um, you know that when there's a scene where he just smiles in the mirror and he just starts laughing... No, so I was like, after I watch a film, I always take a bit of time just to think about what I've seen and all that. And I just remember sitting there laughing, think, thinking about that scene. And obviously uh, that, probably, that probably makes me seem a bit unhinged, which, to be fair, most of our listeners had that. But I really enjoyed it. It's very much my type of film. Yeah, I, I didn't finish this movie and start smiling. Um, <laughs> the, the last scene is, is quite bu- brutal, so obviously I don't want to give spoilers away, but um, I left, I left it thinking, shit, like you kind of feel sorry for the character and understand the decisions that he that led to do what he did. But um, yeah, at the same time, it's kind of like, it's, you know, it's not the right thing to do. And, and what what's interesting is actually you don't, this Joker might not be the Joker of the Batman movies, which was really no, good. Went, yeah, different, this is the thing, there's so many different ones, there's um, different universes and stuff like that. So no, it's probably most likely not going to be the same one. It's most likely going to be somebody else. Yeah, and I I really liked one of the scenes when he's on the back of a police car, you, um, near near to the end of the movie, and there's just some really good soundtrack alongside the scene as well, and I thought that was really powerful. Um, so yeah, it was good. I've I've just Wikipedia the film actually. Uh, apparently, it's produced by Bradley Cooper of yeah. uh, Hangover fame. I didn't know that. Um, and it's done very, very well in the box office, over a billion pound, a uh, billion dollars. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and back in Phoenix was ex- exceptional as a Joker. What did you? What would you rate this out of ten then? So yeah, the bit you waited for, I, I rate it seven out of ten. It's seven. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good movie, but I think perhaps would it's you, a bit too psychological for me. And so would you say the, the fact that it's a bit like mental that that dropped a few points for you yeah I just think do you not did you not think that was the whole point of the film there yeah but I, I don't think it makes it a good movie I, I just I don't know I just can't I thought f- it was it was very relevant for our time mm. there's probably a lot of people out there that feel the same as what he does and yeah. um, I'm not hopefully not everyone does what he does but <laughs> no the but only criticism prob- the only criticism I've got is that there's just a bit things that feel a bit false. Like he goes to Wayne Manor and stuff. Yeah. He's trying to make you prompt like, oh, this is this is in Gotham, by the way. I don't think they had to hint so much about that, if I'm honest. No. That's uh, fair enough. But no, it's, well, it's still a good I movie. personally gave it a 9 out of 10 when they come out. I thought it was outstanding. It, like I said, very much one of my, the films I take up a like. Yeah. But it was really good. Yeah. Okay. Um, over to you, Dan, for your first movie um the first one i've chosen is one that's just recently out of cinema and it's just gone to a video on demand now because of um the whole coronavirus outbreak which is the invisible man so um i don't know if you know, you know this one tony i can't see it being a success to be honest <laughs> sorry oh uh, <laughs> yeah no i've not seen it <laughs> i have not i have not no. seen invisible man <laughs> um basically it's about um a woman who's in an abusive relationship and um that she runs away from the guy and he is killed or uh, kills himself and um, then when she's living elsewhere she um, things keep happening to her and uh, the guy's like a multi-millionaire and he does like um, 
he's basically like some sort of scientist and she knows that he was trying to build an invisible suit so then she's trying to tell everybody that he's like sneaking into her house and moving things and stuff and like hitting him in the night and they think she's mental and send her to a psychiatric hospital and stuff right but uh, it's um it's a really good film for anybody that's looking for something to watch and they can rent it in a movie i think it just came out yesterday to rent it at home so it's, is it, it's not it's not a Netflix movie or anything. It's like rental. No, it was at cinema. But the, what they've done, um, a couple of movies have done it now. Where obviously they they've closed from the cinemas and they've gone straight to video on demand. So you can go on things like Apple TV and stuff like that and buy it to rent. Right. So that's an option. Um, so yeah, I, I I really thought it was good. It's very much a psychological thriller. It's a bit not not like the Joker, but that sort of thing sort of style of thing that you know, it really really got in your head there was things going on obviously the whole um, backdrop of the abusive relationship and that did you come back smiling after seeing this one not after this one no but I wouldn't say I come back smiling but um, the ending was quite good so it was right. a, bit, a little I mean, smirk just, a little smirk coming out a little smirk I took Stacey to watch it we both come out and we had the pizza hut after and now uh, we both said it was really good alright what did you order um, we had a buffet, mate. We, we didn't get the pizza hut and not oh, buffet. I don't, I don't do the buffets, mate. Fuck that. Uh, people ask me when I go to pizza hut, and I'll normally just order off the menu. I can imagine you go to pizza hut and just get the salad. I don't even go near the salad because that's still technically a buffet, <laughs> isn't it? Still open. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. uh, but no, I gave this a eight out of ten. Right. Okay. So, I know you're quite um, stringent on the scores. Eight out of ten is very good. Yeah, it is, yeah. It, I did really enjoy it, to be fair. Yeah. It was, um, I, and I've watched some bad films recently. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, we... on to your next one. Yeah, so the, my second one um, was, I think, a Netflix-owned movie. I'm not sure if it even went in cinema. I don't remember it. Um, but I saw it on Netflix a few weeks ago uh, called The Outlaw King. So it's kind of historical drama based on Robert the Bruce's story. Uh, for Scottish independence in the 14th century. Um, and it, it kind of feels like the continuation of the Braveheart story because where the film picks <laughs> off is where Braveheart is basically being dissembled and then f- flung to every corner of the uh, Great Great Britain. So um, it follows on from that. Um, it's got a f- quite a good cast. Chris Pine is the yeah. lead role. Um and you've got Aaron Taylor Johnson, who I think's the guy from um, oh, what movies was he in? Ah, oh, what was he? He was he was in a quite a funny movie with uh, oh, um, Nicholas Cage, Kickass. Yeah, those those movies. Um, and he, to be fair, he was great in this. Um, yeah, so I really liked it. The what I really liked about this film at the start is that you have this scene that introduces most of the characters in the whole film introducing yeah. this one scene continuous shot so basically you it will, it will kick start where um chris pine and a few other scottish nobles were fielding their loyalty to the king um who's actually stannis baratheon from the game of thrones which was good <laughs> um yeah. so you've got these characters fielding like doing the fealties and then it, it kind of leaves with them out to the courtyard and you you have a scene with them then you go back into the king and it's just it's just moving the whole time it must have been amazing to film that because it's i think it's like a good five to ten minutes of no no cuts whatsoever um so yeah scored highly for that that was you know different and it kind of made me think well crap this is uh they've they've spent their time doing this movie 
you know, because you know, I mean, I always think of things that don't go to cinema as being a bit, I don't know, not as um, huge budgets or anything. Yeah. But it still had a huge budget of like 120 million, uh, million dollars. <laughs> so they spent time doing this. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good movie. There's obviously that Aaron Taylor Johnson's character is, um, I think he plays a historical character called Douglas, and he's just going around a battlefield screaming his name. <laughs> and and you, you're watching it, and you're thinking, why does he keep doing that? And in one of the last scenes, he screams it, and then someone answers back, like he says, what's my name? And the guy's like, Douglas, because he's shit himself, because he's got this reputation now throughout Scotland. Um, so yeah, I thought it was very good. It still didn't, it felt a bit linear, if I'm honest. There was no twists and turns. You kind of knew the the path of the move as it was going through. You knew basically that Scottish were going to, you know, get their independence, etc. Um, so yeah, it, I, I kind of scored it six out of ten. Well, that's good, mate. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend it for people if they like Braveheart? Then? Yeah, I, I do. I, I quite like Braveheart, even though I think it was historically inaccurate, if I'm honest. Um, um, did you have any evidence to back that up were you there at the time no I wasn't there um, no. but I know lots of Scottish FMers and they've, oh, right, they've, yeah. they've always said uh, it's inaccurate so I believe them yeah. that's fair enough and I mean like they're probably descendants oh yeah I think so FM pressure looks <laughs> look, looks like a brave heart a little bit <laughs> yeah um, so you, you give this 6 out of 10 6 out of 10 not as good as Joker Mm. Um, I think both movies I probably wouldn't want to watch again if I'm honest I just felt yeah. because this one felt a bit predictable and obviously the Joker felt a bit scary I don't think I'd want to go back to them <laughs> could you not sleep after Joker then? <laughs> oh I could sleep but I just felt like well I certainly wasn't smiling I'll tell you that <laughs> you're a psycho that's a psycho that's it right my your second one um, my second one is Richard Jewell which is a true, based on the true story um, about an American security guard, um, and he saved thousands of lives from an exploding bomb in in, in the nineteen ninety six Olympics. Um, so basically, he's this guy. He always wants to be a policeman. He but he struggled to make it into the police force, and that so he ends up being like a security guard um, for like a live streaming of the Olympics. They got like a big event, and he finds a bag under a um, under a bench. And um, so he's te- nobody believes him, and they're like, "Oh, you're just a security guard. You're just a security guard." So he manages to convince the bomb squad to turn up, and they say, "Yeah, it's a bomb." So he loads of people get away, and um, he he saves their lives. So he comes out with this national hero, you know, on TV and everything. And then the FBI turn around and say that they think he planted the bomb. Oh, curveball! Right. So that was a big curveball because I didn't know the story. You know, it it was really interesting to see. Um, so the whole rest of the film is basically about him and the FBI at loggerheads in like the investigation, and it's actually a really good film. Um, I gave this an eight out of ten as well. I really enjoyed this. It was a recommendation from a movie critic friend of mine. So, um, but this is this only came out I think January, and I think it's also gone straight to video on demand as well, like the previous one I mentioned. Is that due so, to coronavirus as well? Due to coronavirus. It was at cinema. It was at cinema. But right. uh, it's um, gone early, so you can yeah the release on the thirty first of January, so uh, you can um, you can now download that as well to rent. And, um, but no, it's definitely a really good one. It's, it's, I I quite like true stories like that. 
because um, obviously there's that aspect of you know it, it's a real story and it's quite interesting what goes on definitely um, it's got some famous people in it it's got um, John Hamm in it do you know John Hamm yeah Ham. no you don't know who John Hamm is John Hamm you saying Ham H-A-M double M yeah he's Ham. um the lead yeah. character of um, Mad Men's of what of Mad Men mm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I don't watch um, much. T- is it a movie? No, it's a TV series. Oh, I've not seen Mad Men. I've seen Mad Max. My brothers used to watch that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is in it? Anyone else I know? Um, Sam Rockwell. No. Anyone else? Um, fucking no, I don't think Olivia Wilde. Uh, no. No. Okay. So it's well, it's directed DVD. So maybe it's like lower, lower <laughs> stuff. So I don't know. Okay, now you need to get out and watch a bit more films, mate. Well, I can't. I'm on lockdown. Can't can't well, leave the house. Stand rent some, then. Rent some. Okay. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Disney Plus. Right, so you rate out of 10. Eight of 10, yeah, it was really good. Okay. So, um, on to your third one. So, my third one, bit controversial, is Terminator Dark Fate, which is the latest Terminator movie. I don't know how many movies there's been now, probably five or six, <laughs> maybe more. Yeah, I watched this recently as well. Yeah, so this was um, this was a throwback to the first two movies because it's got the original um, cast member of Linda Hamilton who was in the first two movies. Um, so she reprises her role. Uh, and Arnie's back as well. Yes. Um, but what is interesting is it kind of... It, it's on the timeline of just after the second movie, pretty much. And it kind of just does away with anything that's Terminator 3 or Terminator Salvation or Terminator Genesis. Um, to be fair, those movies weren't great. I kind of like Genesis, which is a bit controversial. But to basically do away with three movies in the series and just be like, no, this is what happens after Terminator 2. Um, I'm not going to say what happens, but something really fundamental changes the yeah. storyline and, and the actual trajectory of the timeline. And I'm, it, it's not really explained. It just kind of happens. You're like... I sat there thinking, what the fuck? What what <laughs> what was the whole point of, you know, Judgment Day, etc. Um and it, I think after that moment the movie is, is a in a constant battle to define itself, I think. Um and trying to change the plot and make you really I don't know, wish for the characters that are in the, the new characters are in the story that you've never even heard of now and now suddenly they're really key to the to the plot line and you're thinking, really, how are they why weren't they really important in the first two movies, for instance? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know how you feel, but that to me, that was just really weird. It, the action sequence generally were quite good. Um, yeah. So you've got someone called, I'm just looking at the starring now, Mackenzie Davis, who is, I don't know what she was in, but she was really good, I think, as like the human slash, is it she an android? I don't know. She's um, She's been enhanced, basically. Yeah, she has, yeah. Um, but she 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 was a human, wasn't she? And yeah. then she was um she got injured in the future, and they converted her into like a half like a half human, half android thing. Yeah, I think she she acted really well in it. Um, yeah, she was really good. Arnie Arnie kind of just felt shoehorned, if I'm honest. I don't I don't really think his character of what of what you see him do right at the start of the movie, and it's still the same robot, and then suddenly now he's changed his ways. I just think, what the fuck? That's not right. If I'm honest, um, um, 
they didn't they didn't need Terminator one really. I don't think he really needed to be in it. No, he didn't need to be in it at all. I don't think. But I suppose it's one of those things really where he is the Terminator. Yeah. So you sort of you have to have a minute to make it a Terminator film. Yeah. But there was um, I I thought I didn't think it was bad to be fair. I didn't think it was anywhere near the great great ones, but I didn't think it was that bad. It was better than Terminator Three and Salvation yeah. for me. Genesis yeah. Genesis was a bit controversial, but I quite enjoyed Genesis in places. Yeah. Um, I think um, I think it was decent. It was a decent watch. I think I gave it a five or six out of ten. Yeah, I've given it. I've given it five. It's my lowest score yeah. of the night. But um, and again, it's frustratingly another one I wouldn't really want to watch again. Um, and to be fair, it's one. It's probably one of those films that you could, if you didn't have nothing to watch, you could chuck on and quite enjoy watching it. But then I know Terminator Two exists. Terminator Two is one of the best action movies ever. You just watch it over and over again; it never gets boring. <laughs> that's so probably you... why you don't watch any more films, mate. <laughs> just watching that on repeat. <laughs> yeah, it, that's when films peaked. That was a great movie. <laughs> Um, so yeah it's, it's it's a hard one so 5 out of 10 I don't know why am I watching these movies really watch three movies and wouldn't watch any of them again <laughs> <laughs> you've got too much FM streaming to do exactly <laughs> right right then on to my third one which is another recent one um, Midway so which is, this is basically the story of the Battle of Midway which um, is for um, Pearl Harbor and all that from that part of the war. Pearl Harbor and all that. Yeah, so like when the, when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, right. it's, uh, um, the film is the view of the Americans in retaliation to Pearl Harbor. Right. So the uh, the naval and the um, fleet going back to attack the Japanese in retaliation. Okay. So it's actually it's actually a really good story. Um, I really, I did really enjoy this. I I quite like war films and stuff. So basically, it was the film. It starts off like with Pearl Harbor happening, and um, you get obviously the introduction to the characters, and then there's this whole like they can't find the Japanese fleet in the um, Pacific Ocean. So it's all about how they use code breaking to find them, and um, then obviously you get there's a couple of battle scenes. There's the um, you've got your uh, pilot who's a bit of a maverick. For like a couple of hints to Top Gear there, um, a Top Gear Top Gun, sorry. Um, with the you've got the Maverick pilot that no one really trusts and all that, but he's the best of the best, you know. Yeah. But um, no, it was, it was a really interesting story actually, and um, I believe there's a partly true aspect to the story as well. I don't think it's all true, but I don't think it's all made up. I think it's a bit they've done sort of like taking a few snips of real life, and. Right. Um, I would have thought, Maybe. based on it being a historical war movie, they would have tried at least put some truth in it. Otherwise, yeah, what's the it. point? Yeah, but I think they tried to dramatise a few bits of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think they... I don't know. Americans sometimes do that, don't they? they? The names of the characters are real names of people who were in that, because in the end, they show you pictures of the real person and the actor. Right. So they obviously... There is a, they've used real people, real things, but I think they dramatise the story a little bit. But that was that was really good. I enjoyed that. Um, I gave that a seven, I think. Right, okay. So, I I tried to pick some good ones. Yeah. So was that a direct to DVD as well? Or no, that was um that was in cinema, but that came out in um. Let me have a look. November. Right. Okay. 
So um, I don't know if it's out yet. It might it might be. I'll have a look in two seconds. Um, let's see what you can watch it on in the UK at the moment. Um, it is available now in the UK. You can rent it. So the same as everything is on Amazon Prime, Google Play, Apple TV, YouTube, Sky Store, Sky Store five forty nine to rent. You could buy it for twelve pounds. So yeah, there's plenty of options out there to watch it. Do you, when you rent, do you rent in HD or st- standard definition? Because I'm, I'm maybe I'm tight. I wish it was standard definition. <sighs> no, Tony, I do not rent in standard definition when the HD is out there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I what? just think it doesn't make too much difference. Right. Fucking hell. Um, okay, we, we can leave that for another pod, but I don't think there's much difference between. Um, it might obviously depends on your TV as well. Yeah. But um, so and just sit closer. It's normally like a pound difference as well. Oh, so close! Oh come on, Tony, didn't be like this. Yeah, just sit closer to TV. You get the HD experience then anyway. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, so, so that was um, that's my free and that's your free. Yeah. Um, who so, wins the Friday follow? Are we doing that, doing away with that as well. I think we should just Friday follow the films. Okay, yeah, that'd be outrageous. Yeah, okay. What they're what, if they've got a Twitter, would they have a Twitter thing? Well, Twitter will be just like um, hashtag or something like that. Okay, we we'll have to think on that. Yeah. So, okay. Um, but no, um, this is our April Fools' pod. Yep. And um, um, happy April Fools, everybody. Yep, we got you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you didn't see that coming (laughs) Um, yeah so we'll be back hopefully soon in April or May with some FM podcasts as well for you yeah we're going to try especially with um, lockdown and stuff like that to try and keep some people entertained indoors yeah will we still be in lockdown in May well at least three weeks minimum so I think it's probably going to be closer to 9 to 12 weeks fuck I hope we don't lose any creators well, we might do. We might do a few have been taken down already. Yeah, Jesus, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it's been nice. It's nice catching up, Dan. Uh, I've enjoyed yeah. the movie, movie chat. Um, um, I probably won't be watching those movies, maybe, but well, I certainly won't be watching the three I watched. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a lot of time on your hands now. You work from home, so you've got plenty of time. Of course, homeschooling children as well. Lovely, <laughs> lovely job. Right, lovely mate. Job. All right, thanks for listening, guys, and happy April Fools to everyone. Yeah, alright. Cheers, guys. Bye. See you later. Bye.